Politics, Power, and the People. From Washington, D.C., this is The Week on the Hill. After three years of lies and smears and slander, the Russia hoax is finally dead. President Trump and Republicans say the completion of the report by special counsel Robert Mueller means an end to what they feel was an unfair investigation into possible collusion with the Russians during the 2016 presidential campaign. But Democrats say this is far from the end of the matter. You might think it's okay that the campaign chairman of a presidential campaign would offer information about that campaign to a Russian oligarch in exchange for money or debt forgiveness. You might think that's okay. I don't. House Intelligence Committee Chairman Adam Schiff. I'm WTOP's Mitchell Miller, and the battle over the public release of the Mueller report is only beginning. Attorney General William Barr has written to the chairman of the Senate and House Judiciary Committees, pledging to release the report by mid-April, if not sooner. Barr says the report is nearly 400 pages long, and it's expected to be redacted. Democrats have consistently said they want to see the whole report. I spoke about it with Maryland Congressman Jamie Raskin, a Democrat who sits on the House Judiciary Committee. I don't want to accept his four-page press release uh, as to the meaning of the uh, Mueller report. I want to read it myself. I don't want to uh, rely on the Cliff Notes version of Macbeth. I want to read Macbeth itself in all of its gory detail. So should we look for Democrats to continue to put pressure on the administration? We're, we're going to demand the report. It's not It's not a, like a a tug of war, a push me, pull you situation. They owe us the report. They should turn over the report as quickly as possible. And we're going to take every measure that we need to in order to get that report. But Republicans say the investigation has run its course. The House's top Republican, Kevin McCarthy, says the special counsel has finished his work after more than two years and using countless resources. $25 million. He had grand juries. He could subpoena people. He had FBI agents. He was unlimited in his resources. In another sign of political tension, McCarthy joined Republicans who serve on the House Intelligence Committee in calling for Chairman Adam Schiff to step aside, accusing him of unfairly fanning the flames of the Russia investigation even after it was over. During an extraordinary hearing of that panel, Texas Republican Mike Conaway made the following statement. Your actions, both past and present, are incompatible with your duty as chairman of this committee which alone in the House of Representatives has the obligation and authority to provide effective oversight of the U.S. intelligence community. As such, we have no faith in your ability to discharge your duties in a manner consistent with your constitutional responsibility and urge your immediate resignation as chairman of the committee. Schiff had an emotional response and forcefully defended his efforts to pursue the investigation. I don't think it's okay. I think it's immoral. I think it's unethical. I think it's unpatriotic. And yes, I think it's corrupt. Schiff and Ohio Republican Mike Turner then got into a feisty exchange. I will not yield, Mr. Ambassador. Well, you don't yield because you, you just are, made some things about will, all of us that I, I will, think we all should get I the opportunity not, to respond to. I will You're going to say, yield. we think you ought to allow us to speak of what you we think. You can use your five minutes to speak. You attacked me in your opening statement, and I responded. I, I have not had an opportunity to respond at all, especially to your statements of what we think, because no one over here thinks that. Schiff says he won't step down, and he was defended by House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. It's their own insecurity, their own fear of the truth their fear of the facts, and their fear of an effective patriotic leader in his measured way 
who's going to make sure the American people know the truth. In another development, Pelosi and Democrats introduced their new health care legislation right after the Trump administration filed court documents challenging the Affordable Care Act. Democrats were happy to seize the issue, which many credit for helping them win back the House in the midterm elections. And in the Senate, Democratic leader Chuck Schumer had this to say. The president wants to go back to repeal and replace again. Make our day. The Republicans here in the Senate tried over and over and over again to deal with repeal and replace. They couldn't because they have no replacement. But President Trump is unfazed, and he made an announcement that surprised many, including members of his own political party. We are going to be the Republicans, the party of great health care. The Democrats are. They've let you down. But without a plan, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell has essentially deferred on this issue to the president, and it's still unclear what the GOP will come up with. The White House and Congress, meanwhile, are starting to dig into the budget, and no issue gained more attention than the Trump administration's proposal to cut $18 million from the Special Olympics. That led to some difficult moments for Education Secretary Betsy DeVos, who testified on behalf of the administration during congressional hearings. And she had the following exchange with Illinois Senator Dick Durbin as she testified before a Senate subcommittee. Did you personally approve this? uh, Just, I think a yes or no will do the $18 million cut of the funding for Special Olympics? No, I didn't personally get involved in that. Well, I want to tell you, whoever came up with whoever came up with that idea at OMB gets a Special Olympic gold medal for insensitivity. I hope all of this debate encourages lots of private contributions to Special Olympics. So let's not use disabled children in a twisted way for your political narrative um, it's it, that is just disgusting and it's shameful. And well, Madam I think Secretary, we let me tell you what: that. eliminating eighteen million dollars out of an eighty billion, seventy or eighty billion dollar budget, I think, is shameful too. After DeVos endured the tough questioning, President Trump announced the money will not be cut in his administration's budget after all. Members of Congress had indicated they wouldn't have approved the cut, which led to a nationwide outcry. Many more budget battles will take place in the coming months, but in this one, supporters of the millions of athletes with intellectual disabilities prevailed. A rare case of winning the race for dollars in Washington almost before it started. I'm WTOP's Mitchell Miller, and this is The Week on the Hill. 